Okay, my hands have straight up carpal tunnel for trying to keep track of all of the people who have been canceled in literally the last four to five, give or take, days. Guys, what is going on? Why can we no longer have any fun ever, period, end of story, end of chapter? My friend said to me the other day, she was like, you know, you should really think about getting back into like doing celebrity interviews. And I was like, are you insane? Are you insane? I'm not, ta- what, what, what possibly with the stuff I talk about and even used to talk about with them when I was in Hollywood, what possibly would be deemed okay and safe for a celebrity to talk about in 2021? Like the color of our hair, even that, nope. Taylor, you thought it was Auburn and it's red, you asshole. Like, uh, honestly, this is where we have gotten. And honestly, you guys know, you know, I'll throw a little dagger or two sometimes at celebrity publicists who take their jobs way too seriously. But I have to say my beating heart, my beating little heart. No, it's a big heart, but nonetheless, it's feeling for these people these days, because I'm like, look, if I were a celebrity, I wouldn't want to say dick. I'm sure that their publicists are building them a tomb in their basement to be vampires until they can come out one day, emerge in the light of day and speak about something substantial because nothing is safe. And honestly, I do not blame them. I would not want to be a celebrity right now. I would rather endure and carry on with my carpal tunnel than be a celebrity right now because they can't say shit. Honestly, would you? Would you? Now, today, today, I have some special guests, guests like Danny DeVito, guests like Morgan Freeman. Oh, yes. They're not really here with me in the flesh, but you're going to see, we're going to take a little trip down memory lane and the woke is going to be pissing their pants because I'm going to show you guys, we're going to go on an adventure, matey. (laughs) I'm going to show you guys all of these amazing moments that I've had with celebrities not that long ago that would straight up give the woke a collective stroke at the drop of a hat. They would keel over at the site. If you guys are streaming this on audio, I just want to give you a little bit of heads up. We're going to have some video. This is like an interactive 3D experience of the ages. Not really 3D, but just like go into a deep meditation and imagine yourself in this scenario. I'm going to be showing videos of me on the red carpet with celebrities. Sometimes it's kind of like hard to hear or make out. So if you can, I would recommend watching this one on my IGTV or my YouTube um, instead of listening to it. But you know what? You know, if you want to listen to it, that's fine. And you're canceled. I'm going to show you guys. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's a little different, a little change up. And not that I'm living in the past, but I've been thinking about this a lot lately because it's like, damn, things were just better then. And let me just say, if you are a fan of cancel culture, you're not my friend. You are not my friend, Mr. or Mrs. or Thais. You're not my friend. I've had so many people in the last few days who have been like, just talking about this whole culture, right? Of canceling. 
And they'll say to me, like, they defend it. They either don't see it or they defend it. And I'm like, do you have eyes? Do you have ears? Is there something I should know? Because how? Like, how in the world, right? And here's the argument that comes up so much with this cancel call. I mean, right, I'm not even going to get into all the examples because, like, I have a life to lead. But you guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's by the minute. People fucking coming out of the woodwork being like, I am so sorry for 50 years ago. When I had a hangnail and I talked about my hangnail on the red carpet and I see now how insulting and insensitive it is to the hangnail community. I mean, honestly, it's absurd. For example, I'm not going to get too much into the weeds of this, but if Diane freaking Sawyer, one of the greatest journalistic minds of our time has the audacity to cave to the mob and apologize for something what? two decades ago. I swear to God, you guys, I resign. I exit the building. I take off into cyber outer space. I'm done. I hear this argument from people. I'm sure you guys have heard it too, who are like, you know, we have to hold people accountable. They have to pay the consequences. And this is why I can't get behind this shit. Okay. Can't get behind it because who the fuck is that level of perfection all the time besides the Meghan Markle pregnant Madame Tussauds which is this is what they're busy doing out there in Tinseltown is re-waxing Meghan Markle who is that perfect and that's what it's like hold them to like yes people do bad things people do bad things but some of these like examples of people getting canceled and kicked out of movies and this and that I'm like oh I'm sorry did they kill someone like was there a double homicide in this situation I'm unaware of what the hell is going on at what point do we stop and go okay we are not AI robots we make mistakes it's unreal and that's why I can't get behind it either because number one which we're going to get into today the no fun club nothing can be fun anymore Nothing. We're not allowed. We've made everything so serious. Being fun, having fun is a crime. Okay. Speaking of crime, there's thought crime. So you say one thing that you're thinking and you're skewered like a barbecue. Okay. I was going to make an army hammer joke, but I realized it may be too soon. So I will refrain. Let your imagination go where it will go. But you guys, it's out of control. It really is out of control. How are we ever going to really evolve and grow and change and exchange ideas in a healthy fucking normal way? You know, when we're ruining people's lives and that's the thing people are like, oh, you know, they'll be fine. They'll go get work elsewhere. No, that's what I can't stand about it. It's like, we, you, we know it. We all know it. These people's reputations are ruined sometimes forever. And who are we to do that? It's just really not okay. It's like the scarlet letter. Like, we got to make them pay. We got to make them pay. Next thing you know, they're old Hester out here. as Hester Prynne. And I understand that we need to have these tough conversations. But is this the way? Is this the way? We're not going to get anywhere because nobody is going to want to say shit. The thing that irks me about this obsession with making everybody perfect, and if they are not, they have to go into the depths of hell is the irony in the whole thing, right? Because I understand, by the way, I'm wearing these goofy ass headphones because I'm in the suburbs and they decided to do like a construction John Deere assembly demonstration today on my porch. So deal with it, hon. But if there are things that really happen that are serious and people did bad things, really bad things, I'm not overlooking that. 
But the, the irony in the whole thing that I can't get behind is like, the whole point is to make people more like accepting and understanding and loving. Right. And so to do that, we're going to ruin your life, bitch. We love, we love an ironic moment. I love it. It's like the sorority and the club of inclusivity. You are our pledge. You are our new member. Everybody is welcome. Oh, except you because you accidentally said something that we don't like and therefore you are excluded until the end of time. Good riddance. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Ta-ta. I really can't. So the first trip down memory lane, you guys know that I, you know, when I was a waitress, the, the wait staff used to joke that I was like really touchy feely. They called me like touchy Taylor. Cause I would touch like, I know already the, the woke is shaking and quaking. Can you imagine quaking Quaker oats? They would always make fun of how I would walk by and touch their shoulder or touch, you know, whatever. Do you use your ass think? Does your ass think that suddenly I would get to Tinseltown and that would change? No. I had my good old fun with celebrities, especially on my selfie stick. And can you imagine these are the moments that I caught on camera? So I have a little, I have a few little montages for you today. And the first one kind of speaks for itself. But given this like heightened psychotic thing, of like, can't look at you, can't touch you. And you guys know, come on, I've talked about it in many episodes. Like I'm a, I'm an avid supporter and backer upper of Me Too. You know, I am so glad for what Me Too has done, shedding light on a really important issue, right? And giving women and other victims a safe space. But we have now made it that we can't even, we are somehow unable to distinguish the difference between innocent, consensual, lighthearted, joking, flirting, fun, and straight up using your position of power to assault and traumatize somebody. There's a difference, but this is where, because of it, it has gotten so extreme. These moments tell me that the, that me or these celebs now, if this happened, would not get canceled in a heartbeat. Roll the tape. Shake the dicks. All of us. Oh, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. This girl had great tits, and I was oh, like, I can't yeah. see her. No, you can't stop. Like, oh my god, boobs. We hate wearing bras. I never wear a bra. I have C's or whatever, but I don't yeah. care. I'm touching them. That's fine. Go to touch, touch them. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah. they're really in there. So, full of milk. I want to touch mine too. Full of milk. Yes, yeah. full of milk. No, these are nice. I'm gonna play it over and over okay. every night when I go to bed. Uh, I hope that's not creepy. No, that's not creepy. You have like a serious like like hair flow going. Can I just like really just give it a twirl? Thank you. Just oh, that's that's fluffy. Greasy, right? No, it's like really nice. The key is wow. actual bacon grease. Do you ever feel insecure in a bathing suit? Like you got this perfect body. All the time, pump up. It's gonna get in your like yeah. It just just be like. Oh. Is there anything you want to say about my pants? About your pants? Yes. Wear them, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Moose has a goose, baby. Whatever you want to do. Whatever. <laughs> I got a bag. Shrinkage. Is that a real thing? Shrinkage can happen. It too can happen. If you, if you, if you have, yeah, this too shall pass. Shrinkage shall pass. Oh, you're Oh, she's like, I'm 
they could just cleave like, them. I'll do a little cleave with you, but I gotta like, we gotta, there we go. Aerial okay, perfect. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. So I hear, black guys are freaking weak. They're shrinkage for guys. Black guys don't have shrinkage. No, no we have elongated unraveling. <laughs> <laughs> Inflatable only. With little ones running around, how do you keep it hot and heavy, you know? Oh, you know, porn. Um, oh, you're trying to, I mean, you just met, but okay. When else are we going to make out? I mean, later. What kind, though? Crucial. Pornhub or you porn? I have to, exactly. I kind of, I don't want I was like, I'm sick, so I don't oh, know if you want to. I'm get like that close literally making out with you. Sorry, yeah. Brett. I. Um, <laughs> you have a booty. Like, you oh yeah. Have oh. Like a butt going. I on. used to not have a butt. Boobs? Tits out in this movie because I have huge tits. Oh really? So I you're like how I'm like staring now so, at your tits. No, you, it's fine. But you have a girl on top all the time. Like you gotta come on. Now. <laughs> you make the whole. I'll make the. Oh, and then I'll bring it like right that. It's happening. That is my fave. Have you had the talk? Parents never had one with me, so they. We're gonna have a talk. We're gonna shut this off, and I'm gonna have a little talk. Okay, I'll take notes. Oh, there he is. See, it got very interesting before it did this, but I'm doing sweats now. We already established. Um, okay. Let's see how tall you are. Okay. Taking them off. Pedicure on point, right, Danny? Do you always have people take off their shoes and Or am I special? No, no, no. I was just thinking, like, you know, you were going on and on and on about the, the boobs, <laughs> eye level, and stuff. And I am just psyched to be able to talk about penises. Like, that's my dream. Oh, that is so welcome. We built a whole career on it. No, I'm yeah. doing the same. Okay, who just had a fun time? Who had fun? I know I had fun. Can you imagine though? Like, what is it for you? Is it the shrinkage for black guys? Or is it like me and Brooklyn Decker, Andy Roddick's wife, like basically motorboating each other? Like, what does it for you? Because I know for me, there's a few things in there, right? Could you imagine? Let's talk about a couple. Let's talk about a couple, okay? Let's like unpack a few of these. Eamon Joseph. I know this example stood out to you because you probably were like, like shit your pants on the spot being like that would never fly today. And keep in mind, this wasn't that long ago, like two years, three years. This is like how accelerated the woke is spiraling out into their own oblivion. Okay. Okay. So Eamon Joseph, black actor from the reboot of Baywatch. And I was there on the carpet that day asking men and women about their body insecurities and what comes up, but the topic of shrinkage. Now I know, I know that black guys have shrinkage too, right? But I had to ask him, I'm joking around with him because it is like, call it a stereotype. Stereotype as old as time that black guys are much more hung generally than white guys. White guys, I'm sorry, you just can't quite keep up. It's just not happening as of late. I'm not saying it's true in every case, right? How true it is or not, right? But he's responding to it and is laughing about it, put his arm around me. Oh, so you hear that's the case. And even says black guys, no, no, we don't have shrinkage. No, no. We have unraveling, elongated unraveling, inflatable only in the spirit of this Bay watch theme. This would be torn to shreds today, grounds for cancellation, but he is okay with it. He's okay with it. I'm not saying everybody would be okay with it, but he is okay with it. And that's my point. He's a grown ass man and clearly okay with this. So are you going to start dictating that? Oh, no, he can't be okay with that. He can't. He didn't realize. Like, are you going to start telling people that what they can and can't be okay with? That's already what is happening. How about Brooklyn Decker? 
How about Brooklyn Decker? Touch my boobs, touch my boobs. Do you think in either of these examples, they would be caught dead? Number one, talking about penis shrinkage and boobs on a red carpet, but then like touching each other, arms around each other, touching each other's boobs. And like I said earlier, I don't blame them. And what's funny is I actually posted that clip of me and Brooklyn to my IG. You can go in the depths, do a little homework and scope it out yourself. And I tagged her in it and she even joked, this was like, I think it was like fall of 2019. So again, not that long ago. And she commented on it and she was like, oh my God, I am so ashamed. Did I just me to you with like a question mark and exclamation point. So even up until, you know, as of late, she was so joking around about it still. Not appropriate today. Not okay today. And how about Morgan Freeman? So that little clip was from the Ben-Hur. Uh, they used to have these things where they were called round tables and reporters would go and sit around a table, wink, wink, with a celebrity and all do the interview at once. Now, Morgan Freeman sat next to me and you could see I had all rips in my jeans. And he made a comment, like kind of how like your, my grandparents would, right? Like they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with your jeans? Like there's part of them that are missing. So he was kind of like doing that back and forth with me, looking at them being like, what's going on there? Not in a creepy way. Like I said, in a grandparent way. And so I asked him after the fact, after the interview, that's when it's the clip you see, which is like, do you want to say something about my jeans? And he's like, wear them baby. And we high five, right? Not today, not today. Morgan Freeman would rip his own eyeballs out before he would make a joke about a young female, you know, reporter's jeans. And what's crazy is the story continues. So the blast, which is kind of like a TMZ, once allegations about Morgan Freeman came forward, which I don't know if anything ended up coming of them, but uh, a reporter from the blast reached me being like, you know, could we like run a story on what on your interaction with him? And I was like, sure. So they put, if you're watching or if you're listening, here's the screen grab of what it looks like. It says Morgan Freeman openly objectifies female reporter trying to paint me as some me too victim, right? This was like ahead of its time because they were trying to cancel him before canceling was a thing, right? Again, a couple years ago. And so as a rebuttal, because clearly I didn't and still don't have any issue with that interaction. In fact, it like made my life because I thought it was hilarious. I like called my grandparents who love Morgan Freeman and told them what happened. We all laughed about it, had a jolly old laugh, had a crumpet over it and moved on with our lives. So I wrote a piece in Playboy basically being like, bitch, stop trying to paint me as a me too victim. You know, I'm not a victim unless I say I am. The piece was called Morgan Freeman made a joke about my jeans. Here's why it didn't bother me, but you should look it up on Playboy. It's a cool piece. It's still up there, but ahead of its time, it was like the cancel culture Nostradamus with that one or Danny DeVito being like, you know, you were going crazy with the boob eye level thing. Cause when I had my heels on, he was like, I was breastfeeding him basically like how awkward that would never fly today. Never. And I know that like, if you're, you're thinking to yourself, well, Taylor, why should it like, that's so wildly inappropriate. Like that was the whole point of me too. And, you know, we can't be objectifying one another and we can't be touching each other inappropriately, et cetera. But don't you feel like there's something to be said in this video and in all of these examples that it's part of human nature to have fun 
to be sexual, to be inappropriate, to joke and to laugh and to just like say stuff that's real. That's all like it is lost. I was just going to make another inappropriate joke, but it is lost in the Pirates of the Caribbean. That is Johnny Depp's reputation. It's lost. It's lost in the telescope, honey, and it's lost in the map. And that's what's sad. It's happening at such a fast pace. Soon enough, we're not even going to know. I feel like right now, I don't even know. I'm like, what goes? What can you say? What can you blink? Can you spit the right way? Which gets me to my next montage. Raise your hand if you love a montage moment. The thing is, every little thing, if you're talking to the woke, could be misconstrued as wrong or bad or inappropriate or harmful, (laughs) i.e. Hilaria Baldwin faking a Spanish accent and making tamales. No one cares. Take a look at these. Take a look at these examples. And have a good have a good time while you can. Here we go. Roll the tape number two. Chris, how was your pee break? My pee break? Was it a good one? It was really good. We just shook hands, so I'm they're assuming like they're good. Watch. I kind of had to fart too. But then <laughs> someone came and stood next to me and I was like, I Oh, I hate that. I just wish I had the bathroom to myself. Do you feel like men are like forgetting how to be men? Because I do. Oh, 1,005 million can you, percent. Can we talk about it for a second? So you think it's it's black guys, white guys? It's, it's all no, it's millennial just, guys. Get it's, it together. It's every, What's up, every guy. It doesn't matter what part of the world they're from, what race they are. Yes. Thank God. What is a stereotype or a cliche about gay men in 2018 that you can just not, it just hurts you, it gets under your skin? That we like to be all called girl. It's still one thing. Our baby Jonathan loves to be called girl. He loves female pronouns. And he called my hair her. Yeah, he loves it. He loves it. I respect it. But not all of us do. And when people hit me up on my social media and like, hey girl, hey girl, I'm like, not my thing. Yeah. It just makes you like. It makes me cringe. So just remember that. Not all gay men like to be called her or she. No. How long have you guys been together? Seven and a half years. Okay, that's a long time, I feel like, especially in Hollywood. Yes, especially in gay years. Why do you think that is, by the way? Because look, we're men, we're visual people, so we're more sexual, you know? And, and that's why people, I think, cheat more, you know? Because um, I mean, males are just built differently. You can get topless Asian men into your movie, you should just load it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Regardless of plot, 25% of women go on screen as opposed to like 9%. Asian nipples. Do nipples. Do the foreskin. So I'm taking a survey. Was any of that inappropriate to you? I mean, you have Chris Pratt over here. You know, I asked him, how is your pee break? In a serious big Marvel movie junket. How is your pee break? And we're going out in front of Zoe Zaldana and we're going on and on. And he's like, oh my God, I hate it when someone's right next to you and you have to fart in the stall. Well, that could be deemed very inappropriate, toxic work environment, right? Maybe one of the guys holding a camera or somebody in the room or Zoe herself. Although she's joking and laughing and says she hates it when she has to fart and someone's next to her too. So maybe she did it out of pressure. Hmm, pressure to like fit into the moment and now regrets it later. No, but do you see what I'm saying to you? You're like, oh, this is a funny moment. And it is, but guess what? Five weeks from now, there could be another hashtag toxic workplace environment and farts. And this little moment will be deemed 
wildly inappropriate and cancelable. So we'll all just cancel each other. Same thing with the Me Too montage. Like, I'll cancel Brooklyn Decker. She'll cancel me. And round and round we'll go. Like, it's it's really inappropriate. How dare you? You cannot ask somebody about their bowels in a professional studio setting. It made him feel uncomfortable and her feel uncomfortable. And he talking about farting just perpetuates toxic masculinity in the ma- in the workplace because he's talking about it right in front of Zoe. Ridiculous. But can you see that happening? My point is, you guys, it's not that far off. All right. How about Lance Bass? Hooray! I've talked about this example before, but Lance Bass, a gay man talking about how men are inherently more sexual and visual than women and how they're built differently. Not today. They're not. No, no. The science shows that men and women are not different biologically. We are all the same. How dare he, a gay man who's already part of a minority underrepresented community. How dare he say that men are more, you know, are built differently than women, which is the truth. He's transphobic. He's transphobic, despite being part of the LGBT community because he's suggested men and women are built differently. And look, I'm not saying just because Lance Bass is in the LGBT community that he therefore has to think like everybody else and you have to think a certain way. But I'm saying with that given fact, right, you would think he'd be given a little bit more room, a little bit more space. He might be able able to understand it in a different way. But no, no, doesn't matter. You know, if that clip came out today, the army would be in line waiting for that apology stat. Doesn't matter. And that's the point I'm trying to make. It doesn't matter like your past or who you are or your track record. One slip up and you're kaput, right? Karama Brown, same thing. Is the face of a show, groundbreaking show called Queer Eye. But says, just remember, all gay men don't like being called her or she. Point blank. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But the saints would be marching in. Actually, the not-so-saints, because they're mean. The mob would be marching in, looking for an apology from him, despite the fact, again, that he is like the coolest, most open-minded human on planet Earth. But nope, not enough. Sorry. You have to apologize because the thesaurus is crying. And by the way, if you think I'm transphobic, why don't you rewind this little tape and rewatch the part of me and Gigi Gorgeous, who's arguably the most famous trans person besides Caitlyn Jenner and Ellen Page. And we're having a great ass time talking about our boobs. And we talked all about, I didn't show it, but in that interview, we talk about like what makes her feel like sexiest and most empowered, et cetera. So bite me, sweetie. How about Justine Skye? Justine Skye, who's like, I don't care what your race is, where you're from. Basically, men, you're big, you're a bunch of pussies. <laughs> no, you can't say that now, Jay. I just nicknamed you because I felt like it. That's promoting toxic masculinity. How dare you say that you wish would be more masculine and step up to the plate and treat you like a queen, the queen you are? No. Also black woman, also part of a underrepresented minority, but nope, canceled because you can't say that men aren't men. It's toxic. Give me a break. Give me a break. I also love the, uh, the free the foreskin 
the free of the foreskin bite. That, by the way, is with uh, Bob's burger writer. His name is Kelvin Yu. How funny though. He's like, I'm like free the Asian nipple. He's like free the foreskin. I hate to break it to you guys, but that would actually, that could be deemed cancelable because free the foreskin is making fun of free the nipple, which is a feminist movement. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm laughing because it's just all so ridiculous, but you see my point, you guys, I'm sure you watched this and was like, what's wrong with any of these or watched it and thought to yourself, Oh, Hey, Oh shit. Oh shit. We're going to cancel all these people. We're going to cancel Taylor and Justine Skye and Kelvin Yu and Zoe Saldana, Chris Pratt, Karamo Brown, Lance Bass, most of which are, like I said, minorities, but we're going to cancel them anyway. You may have watched this and being like, what's wrong with any of that? And that is my point is that these rules are changing by the millisecond. So what was okay yesterday, tomorrow? (laughs) Don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. And that is what is really frightening to me, to people who defend this culture of quote unquote accountability. Sooner or later, we're going to get to a point where we're like, I I I wasn't even aware. I didn't even know. We can't even look what's already happening. It's like, you can't even have a conversation. And how is that going to be? Is this like healthy? How is that healthy? I know I've talked to people about it and they're in my field, like other reporters. And they're like, oh my God, I'm so depressed. Like you can't say or do anything. You'll, you're pulled off social media. Your reputation's ruined. You'll never get work. You're canceled. And I got to a point last week where you just have to laugh because I'm like, it's so insane. We have people from different like walks of life, politicians, entertainers, men, women, left, right doesn't matter. They'll come for your ass sooner or later. They will come for your ass. I know, again, I'm not ignorant. I know we're in different times and you might be like Taylor, but all these examples you showed today, it just, again, it just wouldn't be appropriate today. I'm not saying that we have to just ignore how far we've come and be like touching each other's tits and being like, well, I did it then. Like I get that I'd have a harassment case on my hands sadly, because it was a lot of fun. As you can see, I know you have the FOMO, but it's going to get you. It's going to get you either way. Something you did or didn't do, say, think. Does that scare you? I know I joke about the no fun club, but let me tell you, I've been here and I don't like it. I'm not, I want my refund. I want my refund, pun intended. I'm over it. Let's get back to a little bit of lightness. Everything is so heavy and we know this and I know that it's hard times and I'm not trying to, you know, diminish that not to be kumbaya, but really if they're going to get you for something one way or the other, whether it be something like in these examples, that was okay. 50 seconds ago and wouldn't be okay now, or something that like was misconstrued, or you didn't mean to say this, or you were saying something and you hiccuped in the middle of it. And they're coming after your ass you had the audacity to not complete a thought, but you got, I mean, whatever it is, honestly, you might as well just be true to you because it's going to fall in on itself one day or another, because none of this shit is starting to even make sense. So you might as well go down with a fight and go down being you. And for real, what do we think that Chris Pratt's farts actually sound like? (laughs) You let me know.